And we are back. Welcome to episode nine of BCCC Talks. I'm your host, Charlie Moore. And today, I usually tell you guys that we have a special episode. But today, we really do have a special episode. We have Mr. Attila Nemetz here. He is the marketing and public relations coordinator here at Beaufort. And he is a true friend of mine. So stay tuned for the podcast. But first, we'll have our announcements. On Thursday, November 11th, it will be Veterans Day, and I just want to give a shout out to everybody who has helped serve and protect this country. So thank you to everybody who is an active member of the military or have served in the military sometime. Now let's get back to the interview with Attila. All right, I'm here with Attila. How are you doing today, Attila? I'm doing well. Doing well. Now, usually I would be doing the interviewing, but today we thought it would be cool for you guys listening to the podcast to get to know me a little bit. So I'm going to jump back from my interview position and I'm going to become the interviewee. All right. So we all know that you're the host of the podcast, Charlie, but... What is your position at the college? How come you, you get to be the host of the show? My position at the college is actually work-study. I'm a work-study student. Okay, so we did an interview with Attila, and Ms. Tashana Scott spoke to him about me. I've always wanted to go into broadcasting, and with Attila doing marketing and PR, she asked, was there a work-study spot available with him? And within the fall, he got his work-study approved for me, and now I'm his work study student, and I've been enjoying it thoroughly. So, tell, you, you mentioned broadcasting. What's your plan? Are you what? What happens when you you're going to graduate this spring? So, what happens after you graduate? After I graduate, my plan is to transfer to hopefully ECU for a degree in marketing, um, in mass communications, and journalism. My end goal is to be an NBA broadcaster because I'm a huge super fan of the NBA and I've been playing basketball ever since I was three feet tall. So it's it's a dream of mine to broadcast an NBA game for a living. That sounds great. Yeah. Thank um, you. And you you are so comfortable uh, talking to other people. As soon as you turn this microphone on, usually you know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah, you can talk to anybody about anything. So I wanted to know, were you always as comfortable? Can you remember a time like that you you realized that you were good in front of the spotlight? When I was younger, we went to church one Easter Sunday, and I was maybe six or seven years old, and they asked me to recite a poem for Easter Sunday, and I recited the poem, and I did it like well, like first take, didn't have any mess ups or anything. And I learned then that, you know, it was just cool to be up there and perform in front of people. But I think it was part of my mindset that makes me so comfortable because you can only do so bad at certain things, you know. So if you mess up, you just can't be afraid of making mistakes, I feel like. So that would, that's what makes me so comfortable. So tell me about your work study experience. So either with this or your other work study position, that why should other students do work study? Other students should do work study because it's a great opportunity to be plugged into the college and see some of the stuff behind the scenes that you really don't know too much about. You meet great people. I haven't met one person working here that I generally didn't like. 
So if you're worried about the work experience of the the environment, it's a great environment. I worked in Building 8 with Continuing Education and all of them, I, I didn't meet one bad person over there and I loved it over there. I love it over here where I'm at with you and Miss Sherry and Miss Serena, I love it. I love it over here. And working and learning new things about the college, like I learned how we run the websites and stuff like that. It's something that I never thought I would learn being a student here. So what what's something that you've learned about broadcasting? What's what's a behind the scenes thing that you've learned? Um, for the most part, I think the biggest thing that I've learned is the power of editing. Because even with me being so comfortable on the mic and being being good at talking to people, I do mess up and I mess up pretty much on every interview, at least once. But the power of editing is so good that we can make a good thing turn into a great thing and we can turn bad things into good things with the power of editing. So that's another reason why I feel so comfortable on the mic and doing this. A little bit more onto the personal stuff, I guess. So you've got your sister goes here too and you're pretty tight with your family. Yes, really close knit. So who runs the household at home? Who runs out? My sister. I think you knew where you were going. No, my sister, she's, um, I don't want to say she's mom's favorite, but, <clears throat> but no, she, my sister runs the house. She, whatever she says goes. If she has to look at you with the side eye, you don't want that problem. So my sister Jasmine, if you're listening, I'm sorry for whatever I did yesterday because you gave me that side eye yesterday on your birthday. But yeah, my sister, she doesn't, she doesn't play no games and what she says goes. Do you think she deserves a shout out for her birthday? Yes, her birthday was yesterday. So at the time we're recording this, her birthday was November 7th. Today is November 8th and she turned 24. Happy birthday, Jasmine. I love you, girl. So you want to go into sports broadcasting. Um, I know you often are following football right now. Yes. So tell me about your favorite team. My favorite football team, their name is actually football team. I'm a fan of the Washington football team. And they're not doing too hot right now until it's hurting me. It's hurting my heart. But I'm a diehard fan. When I was born, actually, I was actually wrapped up in a, they used to be called the Redskins. I was wrapped up in a Redskin blanket the day I was born. Like Makes you stick with them even if they're not what? performing like you want them to. Cause I love them so much with my dad. I'm really close with my dad. My dad was my best friend. And he still is like my friend, but you know, I have other friends now, but he was my best friend till I was like nine, 10 years old. And he loved the team so much. So that love and passion that he had for the team just carried right into me and I keep it. And it's like, a, it's like a, a ball of fire inside of me. So I wanted to do good so bad. And they disappoint me so much. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking at this point. To, you know, thinking about editing. Yeah. Maybe they just need some editing, right? I wish they had editing for the live games, the replays, all of that. I wish they could edit interceptions and the touchdowns and fumbles and the field goals and all of that. But I stick with them. They're going to be good one day. Hopefully I'll be alive when they are. But. Well, so, <laughs> so um, what's a motto that you live by? You've always got these slogans. One that I really live by is don't leave anything like on the table if you have an opportunity for anything whatever it is 
don't leave anything on the table to where you feel like you could have done better or you could have created another opportunity for yourself or others if you'd have just tried a little harder, you know? I think you should always, if you think it's worth it, don't leave anything on the table because you'll think back and regret it and stuff like that. Who inspires you? Who inspires me? My mom and my dad and a few of my uncles. My mom, she inspires me given that she just instills so much, not drive, but she instills so much passion in me because she believed in me so much. And my dad inspires me because I see him work really hard. And I understand that most of the time, hard work, when you do hard work, it's not for spotlight or for fame, but it's just for growth, you know? And I feel like growth is a big part of what I want to be. I just want to become better and better and better at what I do. And then my uncles, they inspire me given that, you know, sometimes if they were dealing with health issues or something, I've never, I have an uncle right now who's been dealing with diabetes since he was 19 years old. I'm 19 years old right now with diabetes. People don't even know that, but I am a type two diabetic, but I've never heard him complain. He turns 53 in a few months. And I haven't heard him complain about anything. And he's been through so many health issues that I've I've never seen so much in my life. And I've never heard him complain a day in my life. He just gets up, keep going, and he'll help anybody. Anybody. So I'm inspired by him. And then I have another uncle. He just he's just such a hater that he inspires <laughs> me not to be a hater. But he wants the best for me too, so I got a real strong support system, and I'm grateful. That's so good. Yeah. Even if it's inspiration to do different, it's yes, inspiration. it's inspiration. What's an album that you think everybody should listen to? An album. See, I'm, I'm like a, a hip-hop fanatic for hip-hop fans. If you're a hip-hop fan, I think the one album that you like have to listen to is The Blueprint from Jay-Z. And it's just like... Whether it's lyrics or wordplay or swag when it comes to rapping, like he has it all. He has diss tracks up there. And if you if you're into hip hop like that, that's just an album that is classic. But if you're not a fan of hip hop, and don't tell anybody this because it's gonna take away some of my manly points, but I love Destiny's Child. I think they made some of the most beautiful music, and I still listen to them this day. Yeah, you gotta. If you're gonna listen to Jay Z, you gotta have the Beyonce. You gotta right? listen to Beyonce. Yeah. You're right. Oh my goodness. You put everything. The life is just a full circle, and you just brought my life full circle right then. See, now that wasn't the answer that I thought you were gonna give because what I think some people might not know about you is you are an old man trapped in a young person's body. I am. And so <laughs> there's just these things. Charlie will often refer to things that are even from before my time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how do you know that stuff? Um, So I was expecting an older album than than Blueprint. But that leads me to my final question is, who's your favorite golden girl? (laughs) I think B. Arthur is my favorite golden girl. The lady who played Maud. I just like her body of work. And then... Her show, Maud, gave a spinoff of Good Times, which is a classic show, a historic show. So I think B. Arthur would probably be my favorite Golden Girl. But Betty White, shout out to her for still living because she's like 134 years old. So, Well, I hope that all your fans have gotten to know 
a little bit more about you. Yeah. And it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, and we'll put it back to you next time to be the host. Well, thank you for interviewing me. I absolutely appreciate it. And I appreciate the opportunities that you've given me through this work that you position until it, and it shouldn't go unsaid. Attila is a very big reason that we have this podcast and that Charlie is even a voice, a household name in, at the college. So we want to say thank you to Attila also. Well, I appreciate you hosting the show and all that you've brought to it. Mm-hmm. You bring your whole self to it. Yeah. So it's really great to see the passion that you've put into it. Thank so. you. Thank you. It means a lot. Yeah. Thank you all for listening to this episode of BCC Talks. Thank you, Attila, for interviewing me. My name is Charlie Moore, and this is Episode 9. We out.